continue here, Be'ezer Hashem. We are now in Perak Hamishi. The Chavis Ababa said he's going to delineate seven differences between the one who is a Baal B'tochen and the one who is sadly not a Baal B'tochen. And we already learned three of them before Yomtev. We saw that the first one is the Baal B'tochen accepts everything that Hashem sends his way. Whether it's Chesed or Mishpat, He's singing to Hashem praises, Ashira. Whether Chesed comes upon him, whether Mishpah comes upon him. And he takes everything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu the way it comes. As opposed to one who's not a Baal B'tochen, so he complains about everything, complains about his lot. The second one was that the Baal B'tochen lives b'menucha sanefesh. His liba yesholev, he's always serene in his ways. He's tranquil. Like David Amela says, I just place my trust, I place all my hope in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as opposed to the one who is not a Baal B'tochen, so he is never satisfied. Even what he has, he's not satisfied. He's always worried about the, the coming day. The third one was, when a person is involved in any business, any project, any parnasa, so he doesn't, the Baal B'tochen doesn't invest too much effort, too much trust and confidence into the area and the business that he's doing, into the investment that he has invested his time into. That's his ishtadlus, that's his effort. The success, that will come from a Baruch Hu. As opposed to the one who's not about be talking, he'll think, oh, that's what's made it successful. It's that area, it's that business, it's that deal, it's that investment, and he gets carried away with that. And then, of course, when it doesn't work out, then he reminds himself about Hashem and he complains to Hashem. We're now going to the fourth one, Varavi. Someone who trusts Hashem. So, here the Chavazavav is going to describe a difference in attitude and in practicality between the Balbitachin and the one who's not a Balbitachin. When he has extra, here he's talking about extra money, but it really goes. Anything, extra resources, extra time, above and beyond what he needs to sustain himself, to live himself. When he has over and above what he needs for his own sustenance, his own being able to live. What does he do with all that extra? He is able to give it out. And he gives it out and uses it and spends it in what Hashem wants him to spend it. What is desirable to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Benedivas Davshoi. With a giving heart. Betuvlavavoi. And a beneficial. And a beneficial lave. He's ready to give it away. In other words, he doesn't hoard it for himself. He's not nervous about giving it away. Of course, Hashem gave him a parnosa to be able to live, to be able to support himself, to sustain himself, to have support for his family. Above and beyond that, what does he have all of this for? He knows it's there in order to be able to dispense it in the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants him to spend it. Kemoshikos, like the Pesach says in Divri Ayamim, and really this encapsulates the attitude that everybody has to have towards everything that he gets, especially money. We say, From you is everything. Hashem, Ikul comes from you. And from your hand, I am giving to you. 
sounds a little bit strange. It's all from you, and then what I give you is from you. And the answer is, that's the way it is. The Navi is describing, everything Hashem comes from you. All of the resources that I have, all of the money that I have, everything that I'm able to do in terms of goodness, it's all from you, Hashem. And when I give it back to you, it's it's from your hand I'm giving to you. It's as if, Hashem, I want to give to you. Hashem says, okay, I'll give you so you, you'll be able then to give to me. So everything we give, whether it's spending money on mitzvahs, whether it's giving tzedakah, it's all that the attitude is, Hashem, it's all from you anyway, and I'm giving you through the tzedakah that I'm giving, through the money that I'm spending on mitzvahs. I'm giving you straight from your hand. From your hand that you gave me, we give it back to you. So a person who has that attitude, like the Rabbeinu Yoyin writes in Avos, he says that all of the money that a person has, he should look at as a bikodin. It's given as safekeeping from the mafkid, the one who gave it to him as safekeeping. And since it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving it to him, so he has to use it properly. And he has to know that he's given what he, is, what he needs for himself. That's given to him. He's allowed to spend it. You know, the truth is, some people are in the next category of and not even in terms of mitzvahs. The Gemara tells us, it's a Gemara that recently the Dafyemi did in Erevin, Dafnun Dalid. The Gemara says in Dafnun Dalid in Erevin that there are people who they, they, they don't even spend money to, on themselves to appreciate it. The Gemara says, Omale Shmuel Rav Yehuda. Shmuel said to his Talmud Yehuda, Shinana, you sharp one, I want to teach you a lesson in life. He says, grab what you can and eat. Grab what you can and drink. The Almadaz because this world that you're going to go from eventually, it is like a chuppah, it's like a chasana. And Rashi explains it in a very down-to-earth type of way. Some Rishonim understand it goes in terms of grabbing Torah, grabbing mitzvahs. The food is just an analogy for mitzvahs, saying you better chop what you can, you better grab what you can in terms of Torah and mitzvahs, because this world eventually, the chasana ends. When the chasana is over, they send everybody home and they close the lights. There's no more eating anymore. There's no more grabbing mitzvahs. And that's certainly a, a correct pshat. But Rashi says like this, Rashi says, if you have money, enjoy it. At least spend it on yourself. Don't store it away. Don't save it till the next day. A person sometimes says, well, I'm going to save it, I'm going to save it, I'm going to save it. Till when? A person sometimes saves so much of his money, he doesn't even appreciate himself. He doesn't benefit from himself. Rashi says, this world is kihilula dummy. Hayoim yeshnai. Now you have it. Tomorrow it's not going to be anymore because tomorrow the person doesn't know when he's not, he's not going to be about a chasen anymore. It's like a, it's like a chuppah, which is interesting. Maybe the Pshat Wadi Gemara calls it like a chuppah. When a person goes to a chasen, he's enjoying the chasen. You know, and that's what we have to, we have to enjoy this world too. We have to be in this world like we're at a chasen. And, but we have to know the chasana will end. 
And that's it. You can't partake anymore. You can't enjoy it anymore. So Rashi is saying, the Gemara says sometimes people have this attitude that they don't want to spend, they're too nervous to spend. Who knows what will be? Save it for a catastrophe. And Nebuch, the people, so many, they die and they're not even able to enjoy what even they have. But here comes is saying, when a person has extra, he has to make sure to spend it on what Akash Baruch wants him to spend it on. Someone who doesn't have me talking to Hashem. He doesn't see this world and everything in this world. He feels he, there's never enough. He's never going to have enough. He's never going to be able to, to save enough. That's the attitude he has. He's always nervous about what will be. How do I know when I have to, maybe, have to save up? Who knows what's going to be? Because he thinks that he's in control. And if he doesn't save it up, then there won't be any for him. He doesn't realize that Kodesh Baruch Hu, who gave him today, can give him tomorrow and the next day. So Hashem says, I gave you enough to sustain yourself. Now you have extra. What are you doing with it? So certainly we have to understand there is a certain amount where sort of what's considered within the norm of society for savings. And Pais can speak about this. There is a certain amount that a person could store away. It doesn't have to. A Baal Bitochen could say, if Hashem provided me now, He'll provide me tomorrow, He'll provide me in a month, He'll provide me in a year. But even those who feel it is within the Hishtadlus, within the effort that a person has to put in, and he makes investments and puts some away, that's okay. But up to a point, I remember once, many years ago, there was Nebuch, a whole scheme there where somebody took millions and millions of dollars from many people. And the whole thing was a scheme. It was a Ponzi scheme. And in the end it came out and Nebuch, the many, many Yidden, many Jews from Jews, not from Jews, lost millions and millions of dollars overnight. As soon as it came out, the truth came out. This man went to prison but it didn't give them their money back. And they lost millions of dollars. And I met my Rebbe, the Mashkiach Zogazun He made a comment shortly thereafter. He says he was just so amazed that the, the sheer numbers of dollars that people had invested in this was enormous. We're talking about 5 million, 10 million, 20 million dollars. People invested 20 million dollars for what? To make what? To make a hundred million? What are you going to do with a hundred million dollars? The twenty million dollars, he says he couldn't understand it. He says, good, a person wants to store away. Even if a person is blessed with such ashira, such wealth. So he puts some away. But to to sort of tie up that amount of money and accumulative of all those people. Chas show me, don't want to speak bad about Yidin. But accumulatively of how many tens of millions of dollars were stored away in this investment where people were dreaming of making billions and in the end it was nothing it went away it went up in smoke just like that and it could have been used for so much good like the Chavaz of is saying so of course a person could save money people could store away but it has to be with a cheshben it has to be what within the norm and not with 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 uh, with so much of the extra that is being provided 
to store away. Mishen and a person who doesn't have bitagon, he thinks there's never enough. He never could store away enough. And he takes more pity and care about his own finances. And he's more careful about storing away and saving up than spending on his obligations to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in terms of the mitzvahs of spending on Shabbos, mitzvahs of Dalamin, and mitzvahs on the proper kosher mezuzahs, proper kosher tefillin. People sometimes, they're so cheap. Oh, wow, I have to buy another three mezuzahs for my house. How much is it cost me? Oy vey, $150 each mezuzah. I mean, think about it. Just economically, it's $150 a mezuzah. That's a beautiful mezuzah you can get. $150. Yeah, a person would go out to eat in a nice restaurant. He'd spend twice that amount, and the whole thing he would enjoy for maybe three hours tops. And here for $150, he can get a mezuzah that could last him for the next 20 years. Isn't that economically worth it? And it's the Yetzirah talking to the person. No, no, you never know. You got to save it up. What are you going to do? So much money you going to spend on a mitzvah like that? This person is never spending enough or giving the tzedakah that he has to really give. He doesn't understand. He doesn't feel it. Till it's too late and he loses his money. It becomes too late that he doesn't even he's not able to even have it and he loses the money. And it's left for other people. Like the Pesach says in Mishle. There are those who scatter their money and as they spend it, and they get even more. Why? Because when you give tzedakah, you get back more. Aser bishvil shetesasher. Give to be able to get back more. Hashem says, I will give you more. The more you give, the more you get. But those who are dark, they block out the word world from doing what's right, from giving the tzedakah they have to. Comes, comes out that they end up losing it. What a tremendous lesson the Chavis of Avis is teaching us over here. A good tenacht, Rabbi Sai.